like, I don't know, when I was a little kid, I used to think about, like, what if you magically knew the first name of your future wife, and your future wife's first name is Janet, and then you go through life, and you're going on dates with all these women who aren't named Janet. I know they're not right for me, because they're not. They're not Janet. So then, like, one day you're in a coffee shop, and the barista behind the counter, her name is Janet, and you go... Is this my Janet? And then uh, maybe you marry her. And, uh, like, is it fate? Or is it just me fulfilling my own prophecy? Sometimes I wish somebody would just told me a name, regardless of whether it was true or not. This week on the program, we look at the game of attraction and the quest of one man to understand that game. Glenn Tyler is a man looking for love, or at least I think he is. It's a story that's been told more than any other, the story of a person looking for that special someone. However, no matter how much we fill our lives with this story, it never seems to make us any smarter on the subject. After hundreds and hundreds of years of books, movies, songs about love, we are just as awkward and confused as ever. We are completely clueless how someone enters our minds as someone we suddenly want, and how we can then get them to want us too. That is, until now. Today we talk about a company that thinks they've cracked the code on the blueprint for love, and a man who was determined to test that blueprint, possibly to its breaking point. This is Our New City, the reports on the ever-changing, always-goings-on of New York City and beyond. I'm Max Cook. How are my levels? This is Glenn. He's 27 years old and lives in Staten Island with his mother and his cat. Hey, my name is Glenn, and I live in Staten Island with my mother and my cat. Tell me about your cat. Well, this cat, it's a, it's a dirty cat. Um, there were some neighbors that lived next door, and I don't remember if they were drug dealers or heroin addicts, whatever they were. But uh, when they were evicted, finally, they left all their animals, and uh, we took in this little Persian cat. What'd you name that cat? It doesn't really have a name. So what's, what's one of your favorite apps? So I've been trying out this new app called Blind Date. And you, uh, you exchange audio recordings between you and a potential match. And then I guess after you accumulate 30 minutes worth of uh, recordings, they reveal the picture of uh, your potential uh, match. So you, you are forced to talk to somebody without knowing what they look like. Oh, yeah. I hate the idea of that so much. Um, there's something scary about um, potentially liking someone and you don't know what they look like. So what app are you opening now? Oh, this is Grupo. Um, it's kind of strange. It's uh, similar to Swiper, but uh, instead when you match with a, a potential... It puts you into like a group chat setting 
So that way, I guess it could alleviate the the social pressure. So that way you're not just talking one-on-one. And I guess it could open up, you know, other conversations that, I don't know, I hate it. So what about so this app here? So there's this other app, Loner. Um, and I guess it's like a GPS activated. And if you want to go to a bar by yourself, you can uh, turn it on. And I guess it, it notifies you of other potential loners in the nearby area. <laughs> so uh, so I'm a, I'm a swiper guy. It's pretty straightforward. You get a couple pictures. Uh, you set a distance. And uh, you just start swiping. So what, what is swiping? If you So explain to people who might not know. You look at a picture of somebody. Right. And if you like them, you swipe to the right. And if you don't like them, you swipe to the left. Right. I think it used to be uh, called something else, uh, Swiper. But it's, it's one of the, uh, you know, the OG uh, dating apps. Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to interrupt you. I want to say for the people at home, so while you've been describing what this app is, right. you have just been obsessively swiping right. Right. Like you haven't even looked at the people. Right. So why, explain that. How, how come you're not even looking at what the people look like? You're just swiping right to everybody. Well, um, ooh, I got a match. Um, <laughs> it's partly because, um, oh, I got another match. Wait, so... I'm on fire. So, okay, so, so let's bring up one of these matches. Okay, I got another match, though. Okay, okay bring up uh, one of these matches. Sure, let's go through them. I got three. Okay. Now, okay. you haven't looked at any of these people. No. Um, I got Eliza. So... Ooh, Eliza looks okay. So what do you like about Eliza here? Let's, um, let's talk about Eliza. Let's see. Well, she uh, likes posy vibes only and wants to get lost in the woods. And it looks like she also enjoys peace one, two, three, four, five, six times. So I actually don't like Eliza. So I'm going to actually unmatch her. Get okay. off the matches. So we're back to the main okay. screen. So now just, just humor me for the sake of the show. Why don't we like go through the thought process? Right. So here we have uh, Caitlin. Right. So is this a, a like or a, a dislike for you? Um, let me see. The answer is no. So explain to me why you wouldn't like this person. Um, she has no information about herself. Um, she's a little young for me. And there's really no clear picture of her. And then there's also a picture from a television show that's not even a picture of her. (laughs) Okay. Uh, so we'll swipe left on that. Okay, now what about this next girl? Um, This is, uh... Danielle, absolutely no. Oh, crap, I accidentally liked her, and it's a match. Uh, what do I do? Unmatch. Help. Okay, ooh, Maddie. Hey, what's up? Uh, she's from Southern California. She's probably airhead. Uh, Stephanie, she works at my own business. I would assume that that means she owns her own business. Lauren. Master Ikea furniture builder. Okay. She's cute, though. Yes, please. <laughs> Jessica. Oh, fat hider. What, what, is, what is that? What is a fat hider? Oh. Now that you're actually asking me to articulate that, um, I feel like a bad person. But essentially, it's just a person who takes a picture at an angle that is favorable and tries to skew their actual appearance. So how, it seems like you have an eye for this. Like how can you tell what make, How can you tell it's a fat hider? 
Well, generally, it's uh, a picture, and it's usually taken from a cell phone. Uh, they're holding it up above their head, giving themselves a uh, a flattering angle. Ooh, some piercings. So, I mean, you're looking for somebody, right? Who are what? What are you looking for exactly? Like, what's the perfect girl for Glenn? Oh. I don't know. I guess, I mean, there are these people that you you envision in your head, and then there's real people. So I guess, I mean, the person that you envision in your head is, for me, I don't know, an ethnically ambiguous Latina who is kind of crazy, but not crazy. Um, you know, it's intelligent or funny. Um, has this strategy worked for you? How many dates have you actually gone on? I have been on zero dates. Zero dates. I have been on zero dates. You Ooh. use these dating apps every day. Yes. And yet you've and you've you've received like matches, I assume. Oh yeah. And yet you've never actually gone on a date. No. With any of these people. Nope. Why is that? I don't know if it's that I lose interest or they lose interest sometimes we'll have a conversation and it seems to be going somewhere and then i'll say hey yeah let's let's go ahead and meet up and then they just stop talking or they'll say hey let's go ahead and meet up and then i just delete them and uh i don't know i don't know if it's the anxiety or the pressure of the situation of having to go meet a total stranger somewhere or if that it feels inauthentic because all my past relationships happened sort of organically. Glenn admits that his online dating practices don't make a lot of sense. To be such an avid user and yet never really participate, he says it's just what he does for fun, but to me it just seems like an addiction. Online dating has been a popular way for single people to meet strangers in a straightforward and direct way. There are dating apps for every niche imaginable these days. And since the birth of the internet, it wasn't long before online dating went from something weird and shameful to something mainstream. Today, almost 68% of couples say they met through some form of online dating matching service. But by changing the way we meet people into a more virtual platform, are we changing something or losing something that we used to have before? One company says no. And if anything, we are closer than ever to understanding how humans pick compatible mates. And the answer is a lot more mathematical than we ever thought. The company is called Love Formula. With all the dating apps and websites coming and going every day, Love Formula promises something a little different. Results. My name is Stacy Park, and I work as an evaluator at Love Formula. Stacy Park has been working at Love Formula for eight years, and we met up with her to find out what makes Love Formula different from your typical dating website. Love Formula isn't a gimmick. It isn't a game. It's not for people who want to mess around. It's for people who want to find the person they were meant to be with. And what's different about Love Formula, we can actually provide that for you. There are no profiles, there's no messaging, and there's no browsing. Most online dating websites treat people like they're items in a catalog. Like you're browsing for restaurants you want to go to or picking out tomatoes at the grocery store. Let's see what looks good. Oh, that person seems like they might be nice. Let's call and see if they take reservations. Love Formula does all that for you. Through the genius of a very complicated and extensive set of algorithms, we actually use a mathematical formula to determine the best possible match for you. 
We've essentially decoded human behavior and found the mathematical laws of attraction. What you think is love at first sight is actually a very complicated set of impulses in your brain. Some of these impulses are temporary and fleeting, designed solely for propagation. These are emitted during the honeymoon period. However, there are deeper bonds that humans need. These are scientifically proven. We need companionship as a species. As much as you think you're a loner, you're not. You were genetically created to form bonds and need connections, whether it be with your significant other, a pet, or a collection of cars. Whatever. What's different about Love Formula is that we've been able to break these needs down mathematically into applicable algorithms. We can give you the person you were scientifically and mathematically meant to be with. So what a crazy notion. That all of our ideas about love can be reduced down to some simple data entry. And I'll be honest, I sort of found it hard to believe. I won't go into the process of explaining the complicated algorithms we have in place. It probably wouldn't make much sense anyway. The first thing that happens when you join Love Formula is you get a live human consultation. Prior to the meeting, we are given full access to your social media profiles, and we scrub through your history and extract relevant information. Then a real Love Formula evaluator, like myself, will meet you in seven major cities in the country. In that meeting, you will go on a real date with the evaluator, just a normal date like you would go on with anyone. You are asked to be yourself. To you, the evaluator will be just like any date you would go on. However, what you don't see is they are actually extracting data on your personality and your dating habits. How funny you are, how rich you are, how attractive you are, what type of attractive you are, how sensitive you are, how brash you are. These data points will then be entered into our formulas and searched within the database of other users in order to find the person with the most compatibility for you. At the end of the date, you will essentially be given an evaluation master number, which will be used to find your match. Put simplistically, a human male 8 will be matched accordingly to the appropriate human female number or male number, depending on their desires or our findings. After the evaluation, you will be then set up on a date with the person you are mathematically best for and is best for you. So if you're evaluating someone by going on a real date with them, how do you account for sexual compatibility? You don't actually... Perform sexual intercourse with our members? Of course not. So then how do you account for the whole side of sexual compatibility? I feel like that would be a big part about being with someone who's right for you. So you're not thinking about sexual compatibility the way it actually exists. It would be normal to think of sexual compatibility as a crude diagram of how good you are in the sack, quoting sizes or durations or athletic positions. However, this isn't exactly what makes us sexually compatible with people, nor does it dictate how enjoyable our sex lives with our partners turn out to be. It's actually much more from a psychological aspect. Uh, what you want in life, what you want to give, what you want to be, what you want to do. These are things that we can determine from extracting data through body motions and conversations. So while on your initial evaluation date, I might be asking you about what TV shows you like. And what you don't realize is that everything you say or do actually clues us into things about you you wouldn't even know about yourself. What are the results like for this formula? I mean, how often are you just kind of wrong? We have a 92% success rate. And what I mean by that is success in the long term. 92% of people we match together not only date each other, they usually have some form of long-term relationship. Obviously, people have the choice to leave their partners for many reasons. We can't make people want to be in a relationship. We just know where to take you if you do. The match we set you up with is the person right for you. Whether you want that person is up to you. But there's no searching or wondering whether the person is the right one. You can either be alone or with someone, but the person we match you up with is the person you deserve to be with.
You say deserve to be with. Uh, it's sort of an odd phrasing. What do you mean by that exactly? Some people are just objectively better than other people. Uh, that's just how science works. I would be lying if I told you otherwise. Uh, if someone comes to us and they have, let's say, problems, I'm not going to tell that person that I will match them up with some fantasy person who's too good for them. Because then that person would eventually realize this and ultimately resent them and it would create a toxic environment, and the relationship would crumble. Whether they stayed together or not, they would not be happy. So when I say find the person you deserve to be with, that is exactly what I mean. We find the same qualities that correlate to a successful relationship, bad qualities and all. And in the end, it might not be what you thought you wanted, but it is what is right and what will make you the most happy. I explained to Stacy how I watched Glenn impulsively, almost addictively swipe right on his phone while talking to me, searching for as many matches as possible. Uh, right, uh, the swipe-based apps. See, this is exactly the alternative love formula attempts to offer. Most men do generally swipe right to everyone, and frankly, it's hard to blame them. See, there's sort of a market economy in Swiper. Guys are obviously less picky about their likes than women. So naturally, a human male five will get less swipe rights than a cute girl. So with less likes, that means less matches. So if that guy swipes right to everyone as fast as he can, he'll probably still only get a handful of matches in an entire night. Now, with the matches he gets, he can then select from those, if he actually likes any of them. It's just easier to say yes to everyone so that he can have his choice of everyone who selected him. However, the problem is that most guys do this. There's even subscriptions you can buy where people are paid to sit and like people for you. So because all girls are liked by just about every guy, women have to be extremely selective of who they like. Because when they like a guy, there's an extremely high chance that this guy has already liked her. So unless they want a thousand matches from weirdo guys who are going to pounce once they get their matches, they have to make sure the guy is perfect. Which is exactly what has led girls to liking so few guys in the first place. So it's almost like a crash in the economy. We are essentially in the Great Depression of online dating. There's one other difference between Love Formula and other dating apps. It's not cheap. With every match they provide you, Love Formula charges $600 plus date expenses. This is what keeps people who aren't serious about it away and pays for competent evaluators. If it seems like a lot of money, Stacy usually says... I mean, would you rather buy a big screen TV or eternal companionship? I feel like the choice is pretty obvious. So what about our friend Glenn? A man who is looking for love. A man who seems to dismiss the people in front of him for not being right for him. Isn't this exactly who this service is meant for? When my stomach's really full, my cat will jump on my lap and she'll... It's like she's making muffins on my stomach. She'll just press her paws into my stomach. Helps me digest. It's like a digestif. <laughs> I think the, the real question is, why do you log on to dating apps? You know, you describe yourself as someone kind of obsessed with finding the right girl, and you seem to be, like, completely picky about it. Um, and, and the observation I would have about you is that you, it seems like you're looking and looking and looking, but are afraid to go out there. Like, you have all these dating apps, but you've never actually been on a date. So, like, how can you explain that exactly? Um, I don't know. I guess it's just... I don't really feel compelled to to do it. Maybe it's just I haven't come across the right person who haven't had the right conversation. But I, I just don't feel motivated to do it at all. But I do like looking. <laughs> 
So, yeah, um, I don't know. I've had a couple serious girlfriends in the past. Now is this new new way of dating, and uh, I guess that's what I have to do, right? Well, I'll admit that you sort of impressed me. I mean, I, I can honestly, honestly say that you are somewhat of a scholar of dating apps, hey. and uh, you have taught me a lot today. Um, but I want to know, have you ever used... Have you ever thought about using Love Formula? Oh, no. No, I haven't used that one. I don't but like you know what it is, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one where they, uh, the math formulas to figure out your perfect match. It's kind of expensive, though. So uh, I haven't used it. So but it, you, so you, it's just the $600 for you? Yeah, no. Well, look, I have a deal for you. The show will pay for your Love Formula match and evaluation fee, and if you want it. Um, but in return, you have to delete all of your other apps. Delete them from your phone and delete your accounts. And if, if you're really honest about looking for the right person, we will pay for you to try Love Formula, and we will document the process for the show. So, so what do you, you think? So you want me to delete Swiper? I want you to delete Swiper. And you want me to delete Groupo? I want you to delete Groupo. I want you to delete Blind Date. I want you to delete them all and, and delete the accounts. Oh. So I lose all my matches. You lose all your matches. But I've been collecting them. You have been collecting them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let, let me think about it. You'll think about it? Yeah, let's think about all it. All right, we'll, we'll think about it. I left Glenn and his mother and his cat, and I traveled back to Manhattan. I honestly didn't think he was going to take me up on my offer. And thinking about it, I almost didn't blame him. For a guy claiming to not date because he's looking for the right one, Love Formula really calls his bluff. And that could be a scary thing, really. To no longer have the excuse of not taking the next step in life. Which is why I was surprised when I received a phone call at 11 o'clock at night. I want to do it. You want to do it? Yeah. What made you decide suddenly? Well, to be honest, uh, I was on Swiper. I got matched and they had a Swiss cheese finish and Swiss cheese resembled the closest thing to human skin and wanted me to cover his body with it. And I was like, no, I'm ready. I'm ready to meet the person I'm meant to be with, man. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Are you in the bathroom? I'm in the bathroom? Are you in the bathroom? Oh, no, hold on. (laughs) Yeah, I'm ready. (laughs) Okay. So with that, we made the arrangements. Stacy agreed to be Glenn's evaluator, and Glenn prepared to go on the first real formal date he's ever been on, with a woman paid to evaluate him. Before the date, I checked in with Glenn. A woman contacted me, and she told me her name, and that she'd be evaluating me. Then she asked me to pick a day, time, and a place for us to have an hour-long meeting, and to pick the parameters of the interaction. Are you serious? That sounds kind of that sounds kind of cold. No, it was it was great. If, uh, if every date was like that, I'd go on dates all the time. It was so easy. So what did you pick? Um, we're going to get drinks at a bar in Brooklyn, Commonwealth. Oh, cool. Are you excited? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's not like a real date. What are you wearing? I don't know. A shirt? <laughs> uh, all right. Good. Well, good luck. The next day I met up with Glenn to get the dirt on the night before. Glenn's eyes were beaming, and he had an energy I had never seen in him before. So tell me about your date. (laughs) (laughs) I had so much fun. It was amazing. I've never talked to anybody that attentive. Um, I don't know. She was listening, and she was really pretty. Um, We had a great conversation. It was a lot of fun. 
I also met up with Stacy. He talked a lot. Most men do, frankly. Usually an indication of a lot of things, ranging from sexual posturing to sensitivity complexes. I want to mention that generally the findings and evaluations of Love Formula are completely confidential. However, for the sake of the show, both Glenn and Stacy agreed to share their findings. Oh, I bought her drinks. Uh, drank a lot, actually. It was kind of awesome. Uh, I hate when you're with somebody and you want to drink more and relax and have a good time and then just like milking a cocktail and you're stone sober all night. He bought the first drink and then ended up buying himself a handful more. Uh, I bought enough to catch up with him. However, I always take a detox capsule, so I never get drunk. It would be hard to make correct evaluations impaired. <clears throat> I probably would have tried to kiss her if the date was longer than an hour. Um, if that date was a job interview, I think I got the job. The point of the evaluation date is to let the subject feel as comfortable as possible. For some people, that's easier than others, and that also goes into the evaluation. You apply the most neutral base personality for yourself. Your goal is to allow them to show you exactly who they want to be when they are feeling happy with how things are going. So I was as accommodating as possible, and that's a skill I have acquired. Then you apply subtle conflict into the date and register how the subject reacts to it. I don't know, she went on this little rant about how lame Staten Island was. I guess that was the only hiccup, but eh, whatever. Glenn was, for the most part, unfazed by my evaluation tactics. It was a clean evaluation. I feel confident with the information gathered. And with that, it was time for Glenn's match. Glenn seemed confident for his future pairing, and a week later, Love Formula contacted Glenn with the name, Rebecca McDonald. This was the girl formulaically perfect for our friend Glenn. They were both told to meet at another bar in Brooklyn called the Red Rhino. No picture or further information was given, and Love Formula actually blocked their social media profiles, which they were given access to. It was truly a blind date. A blind date with the person you were meant to spend the rest of your life with. And again, the next morning, I contacted both parties, starting with Rebecca. Hi, I'm Rebecca. I'm so excited to be on your show. Cool, Rebecca. So last night uh, you went on a date with your love formula match, Glenn. Um, can you tell me how the night went? I think it went really great. I really thought we had a lot in common. We ended up staying at the bar until really late. But he has a really interesting life, you know. It's so nice. He cares so much for his mother and he seems really goal-oriented. And I like that in a guy. I don't know. It just felt so easy, like, like a breath of fresh air. Like, I go on so many stinker of a date, but... It felt so refreshing not to have to worry if it was going to be weird or not. So you feel confident that Love Formula set you up with the right person? I mean, as of now, absolutely. I mean, like, we talked literally about, like, everything. It was amazing. I might have had one too many cocktails, but he didn't seem to mind, and it was just a really fun night. So would you be interested in seeing Glenn again? I mean, frankly, it would be a waste of money if I didn't. But even still, I thought he was a perfect little apple muffin. No, he was even a blueberry muffin. So wow, seemed uh, Glenn really hit it out of the park with Rebecca. But what was Glenn's take on the date? The man whose endless search may have come to a close. Eh, it was all right. All right, that's it? Just all right? Yeah, man, it was, it was fine. You got to give me more than that. I don't know, I was a little disappointed. Really? Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. She was she wasn't that she wasn't that cute. Um I mean it went okay as far as dates go. It was uh it was a date. 
I think I got a little too drunk, but on paper, uh, I would say it was a success. She seemed into me. She listened to me. She laughed at my jokes. Um, it was a, it was fine. It was a fine date. But something seems to feel off. Yeah. Um, she just wasn't anything special. I don't know. I did really well in the evaluation. I thought uh, I was going to get paired with somebody good. Blow my socks off, but it was just kind of normal. Nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. Uh, it's just not sitting right with me. You know, we ended up talking really late. I kissed her goodnight. I'm not even really sure why. I just felt like I was supposed to. But I really, uh, all night I just couldn't stop thinking about Stacy. Stacy, your evaluator? I don't know. When I was on the date with her, I just felt like she was what I was looking for. She was pretty, and the whole time I was on that date with Rebecca, I was like, yeah, this is cool, but I'd rather be here with Stacy. That's the feeling I'm looking for. I don't understand why the love formula didn't connect me with someone who would give me that feeling. So, if I'm supposed to be with Rebecca, how is it possible that I want to be with somebody else more? There is just one more step for Glenn in Love Formula. After the subject is set up on a date, they have a consultation meeting with their evaluator to discuss the date and how to proceed from there. Glenn and Stacy met up at Love Formula's consultation center in Manhattan. And again, normally this would be completely confidential, but for the show we were able to record the conversation. All right, thanks for coming in today, Glenn. Uh, if you could take a seat right there, that'd be great. And we can talk about your date. So let's see, you went on a date with Rebecca McDonald. How did that go? Uh, I don't think your logarithm works. I feel like it messed up. You weren't satisfied with your match? It's not that exactly. Um, I just think you messed up on the formula or something. I don't think Rebecca is the right girl for me. Your information extraction resulted in a 96% clear finding in combination with the scores in our database, your match connection findings were 98.43% accurate. I can just about guarantee there was no error. Yeah, but how can you know all that? You only evaluated me for an hour. How can you stand there and say you understand everything about me and who I should be with? You were not only evaluated for that hour. You've been evaluated from the beginning of your enrollment with Love Formula. And even now, we continue to evaluate you to find any stray data that could sway or change the data input into your personal algorithm. You have, to this second, not altered any data we have extracted. From the database of Love Formula users, over a million entries, you are most compatible with Rebecca McDonald. <sighs> what was my rating? It is not standard practice to share your HER rating. We find that it causes more problems than solutions. I don't care. I want to know. The human evaluation rating is not as simple as a single number. There are many spreads of factors that go into it. The, the number is only assigned for general categorization. What was it? Your HER was a human male six. I'm a six? Yes, an HM six. What? You matched me with a six? Actually, we matched you with an appropriate human female five. The correlation isn't exactly equal. There's an influx of higher human female ratings in the system and therefore the satisfaction levels of those females are curved accordingly. It's essentially an exchange rate. And as of right now in the current dating market, a human female eight could easily date a human male nine. 
To find a compatible HM6 with an HF6 is very rare. So you're telling me that this program, I'm guaranteed to date someone lower than me? I didn't pay $600 to date a five. I've had plenty of fives contacting me on Swiper. You are not qualified to make those evaluations. Look, Glenn, you do not get to choose who is right for you and who you are right for. You only get to choose who you are. That's all you can choose. You have chosen your rating. We have merely directed you to the person you have chosen to be right for. If you have a problem with your match, then that is not a problem with us. It is a problem with you. You came here wanting to find that perfect someone. And to you, that perfect someone is beautiful and smart and funny. But this is New York City. Beautiful and smart and funny people don't move to New York City to date you. Just as you evaluate and reject people you find beneath you, what would prevent people you desire from not doing the same to you? Have you ever once stopped and evaluated yourself or thought about how others would evaluate you? There are millions of people in this city. Why would a beautiful, smart, and funny woman be right for you when they could date someone who's exactly like you, but is more attractive, funnier, and smarter? In this city, there is no shortage of these people. Why would they settle for less when you refuse to as well? Yeah, but I lied. I lied a lot on that date, a lot on our date. I said I was living with my mother because she had a mental illness. I said I had a business venture that didn't exist. Surely that would have messed up your perfect evaluation. We predicted you would lie. Rebecca doesn't seek truth. She seeks security. Your lies provide that. Well, what if, what if I told the truth? You providing truth, which eventually you will, will only signal to her that you have decided to be honest with her, which would signal that you care enough to be honest, which would provide her with more security. What if I change? What if I change who I am and take the evaluation again? I can retake a test and get a higher score. People change, it's true, but they change on the trajectory that they already have. The matching algorithm sets people up for life. Future changes in personalities are compensated for in the formula. Just as Rebecca's personality trajectories will change, you are not only the right match for the present, but also for future changes in both your personality trajectories. But I love you. What? I'm, but I'm in love with you. How can that formula be right? Like, I know I'm in love with you. I don't care how many formulas or HER matchups or personality curves you show me. It's, I feel like you're the person I'm meant to be with, not Rebecca. You're the thing I've been looking for. What are you, a robot? What, like, do you forget what human emotion feels like? I need a rating to know that. Glenn, it is possible that you do love me, but I do not love you. I'm not something you can acquire. Your love or desire for me does not make you entitled to be with me, just like your desire to date someone makes you entitled to be with them. This service doesn't magically provide you with some fantasy girl that you've been dreaming about who exists in some movie. We provide cold hard facts that position you with the person you are meant to be with, in the real world, not some fantasy world in your head. Your love for me has nothing to do with what is right for you, and certainly not what is right for me. Now, how would you like to proceed? Should I inform Rebecca that you wish to continue seeing each other? I talked to Glenn a few weeks later. He's dating Rebecca now, and he says things are going well. But he told me that he broke the agreement, 
And secretly, when no one's looking, he's back on Swiper. Back on dating apps. He told me, I don't really feel bad about it, because I know I'll never go on a date with these people. It's just still nice to dream. This is our new city. I'm Max Cook. about this episode and other episodes like it, visit ournewcitypodcast.com.